Uh, hello and welcome to Pig Ignorant Gamers number 24. We're, we're two years old, really. Except we're actually uh, two years and four months old because we're so lax about our schedule. Um, but at that uh, stage, you still people still say months, don't they, for babies. It's like, oh, he's 24 months old. Well, do you well, know, we have like a first birthday party, though, don't you? You have a 12-month birthday party. You don't. No one has a 12-month birthday party. Yeah, that's true. But then yeah. still, people describe age in like, he's like 36 months old. He's 142 months old. Okay, right. They would say 35, and then they'd probably go three years. Wouldn't they? I don't know. Well, this got off topic uh, remarkably fast. (laughs) It must have set a record here. No, this is is standard to uh, get off topic immediately. But we haven't even introduced ourselves, because I am uh, Graham Goring. I'm Mark Foster. I'm Dave Williamson. There we go. Um, Just casual Dave today. Nice. Um, Right, okay. So, uh, one of us hasn't played any games. Uh, one of us has played two little tiny games, <laughs> and inexplicably, I'm the one who's who's done the hard work this month-ish. Hard work playing video games. Yes, uh, but although I'm trying to think about them, only only one of those is probably recent, um, maybe one and a half, I suppose. Uh, but uh, we'll find we'll find a way of padding it out. It's fine. We've got a few Kickstarter things. In terms of news, though, what's happened? Was there there was one thing, wasn't there? Uh, yes, Oculus Rift have dropped Mac and Linux support. Good. <laughs> I say that as someone who doesn't own a Mac or a Linux. Um, I, I, a Linux isn't a thing. Uh, but you do, because you discovered this when you went to get the latest version, didn't you? Yes, when I went to get the SDK for, for the Mac uh, and uh, discovered it had silently been dropped. That seems a bit... Do you know, because normally when I'm around something and something is silently dropped... <laughs> <laughs> It's a fart, obviously. So who are you doing upstairs a second ago? Uh, not silently. <laughs> it was like I was shooting pebbles into a tiny oh, oh. pool. Um, so, and one of them, one of them didn't go down. I had to give it an extra flush. <laughs> just FYI. Um, tiny little, little one just scrabbling for the surface. Don't, don't drown me, Mr. Goring! Um, you've done a sentient poo. Yeah. yeah that's okay. it. I drew a little face on him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Oculus Rift, that's that covered. No, <laughs> um, so, so what happened there then, eh? Well, there's, suge- the, the, their line is that they have dropped it to concentrate to make sure everything's, um, 100% for the release in 2016. They're concentrating solely on the Windows. Mm. Um, but there has been a suggestion because they've done a deal with Microsoft that that might have been part of the deal. Yeah. Um, but I would not speculate. The thing is, I'm sure it is, because the, the, the disconnect between what is true behind the scenes and what is said in any company is huge. Uh, I mean, I've been, I've done that myself, professionally. My stomach is going really bad. <laughs> I, I hope that's going to pick that up on my microphone. Yeah, I mean, that was loud. I, I mean, I've done that, not obviously at my current company. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a good thing this isn't a video podcast. Um, but at previous companies, I have perhaps towed a company line which did not entirely uh, coincide with the reality of it. But you know, that's it. You put you put a positive spin on everything. Yeah, the, well, the Linux um, SDK has always lagged behind the others. Yeah, um, but the Mac one has has been virtually you know hand in hand with the Windows one so far. So, so that's a pisser, isn't it? Yeah. That's a real pisser. And and you were saying that it's all Windows 10 and that. The well, 
because it's been bundled with uh, an Xbox One controller, the wireless one that comes with the wireless dongle, which will only work out of the box with Windows 10. Yeah. To have everything working properly, you need Windows 10. It seems to me Microsoft are doing anything they can to try and push Windows 10. I mean, I, I suppose technically it will work with any Windows as it does now. Yeah. To have everything. Maybe, that sounds like it means box. maybe it's just the drivers are already installed with Windows 10. Otherwise, you need to get them for anything else. Because I can't understand why they wouldn't work with like seven or eight or XP or whatever. I well, see. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft would do were ho- deliberately hobbling their older OSs in mm. order to drive everyone towards ten. The fact that they're giving away free, they are desperate. You know, as they say, the, what is that? There's that phrase with regards to if something is free, these services when they're free, that's because you are what's being sold. And I'm sure the same is true of Windows 10. Well, you can you can see that from all the privacy shit that's happening with Windows 10. What sort of... Just, what? like, if you install it, it's got loads of stuff by default that's just uh, listening to, like, you speaking on your microphone yeah, and stuff like that. everything. And then sending all that d- d- data off to Microsoft. And they've just released... Well, in the past few months, they silently snuck in updates into Windows 8 that does the same thing. Really? Yeah. See, this... Because if they were getting tracking those kind of metrics, they'd be like, well, that's not... Because he apparently is a 39-year-old male, but his links paint him as a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Um, God, well, that's... that. Well, that's... Uh, hopefully they haven't patched that into 7, because... Ah, shit! Probably uh, not. No, it's all fine. It's all fine. Um, yeah, and what's really disappointed me about the fact that the official controller is this this um, Windows 10-compatible bloody blow Xbox One controller is the fact that... There are all these glowing articles going on about those dual-hand controllers. Where Yeah, the Crescent Moon controllers are still coming. Right, but I feel like if that that's, again, fracturing the market. I mean, you've already fra- sorry, fragmenting it. In that it's already fragmented into, you know, there'll be different fucking um, uh, competing VR solutions. And then it, uh, this what is meant to be an incredibly good control scheme will be only a subset and it seems like you need to these things you need to do all or nothing for him for them to have any kind of foothold and so that's that's a real disappointment to me with those controllers have you seen um colin orthway's game no. fantastic contraption 3d in the vr thing right it looks amazing like you, you basically go into like a 3d world obviously with the i think it's with the v, the vive is it called Oh yeah, that's the, the uh, Steam one. Steam one, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So you've got like that plus like two of those handheld controllers. I assume it's the one you were talking. They must about. be different because those ones, are the Oculus Rift ones, the these controllers. Oh, really? Well, the, the video the, I saw. The, the Vive does have its own controllers. Though. Right. Oh, it's Very maybe okay. specific to the Vive then. Okay. But like, the, it was like fantastic contraption. That obviously the popular two D game that was around a few years ago. Um, but yeah, 3D world where you're looking around and you, you're doing stuff and you build cars and send them on the way and stuff. Hmm. And it looks really, really cool. Like the, the video they had of it was like one person was playing the game and then it was showing on a TV what they were seeing. And there's like other people in the room saying, I oh, should do this, do this. And it looked like a really interesting use of it, which is, it's cool to see someone actually like making games like that. I mean, you could use it, you could do it on a PC with a mouse and everything probably, but hmm. it looks like it's specifically made for that technology, which is pretty cool. So it'd be good to see uh, where it goes. So, I mean, what's the release date on the Vive? Are Steam saying 2016 as well, or? Uh, couldn't say. Oh. oh, the, oh okay, right, because no, that came across as a, oh, I know, but I'm not allowed to say. No. No. Just stop the tape, Graham. Um, right, it's 2016. Okay, well, that's interesting. Have they said when in 2016, or is it just a nebulous? Okay. 
fair enough. Well, so yeah, that's a bit of a shitter, really. Um, and and exactly and exactly what you knew would happen once money got involved. Um, I, I I'm sure had Facebook not bought them, then maybe this wouldn't be the case. But we'll see. Well, you know, I guess uh, there'll be unlicensed drivers and stuff like that. You reckon? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you can still use um the drivers with the DK2, mm. but it's it's just a pain that the release one won't. Yeah. Which only really affects games and things like that and commercial stuff. So, yeah. Which isn't big on Mac and Linux anyway. So. Mm, fair enough. Um, okay, well, uh, is that everything that's happened? That is literally all. Well, the thing is, there's loads that's happened, I'm sure, this month. And we remember none of it because we're oafs. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I guess we can sort of schlep into the reviews, I suppose. And I'm the one who's played everything. Because I, so of all three of us, I'm, the, you'd think the least likely to play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, but everyone's banging on about it. That's what it's, everyone's banging on about the fucking Rapture. Um, cause it's an art game. It's not a proper game. Um, but I bloody loved it, didn't I? Turns out, turns out I, I can appreciate games as art. Um, as long as they're done really well like this is. Um, although it's, it's, um, it is a proper, it's, it's a walking simulator, as everyone said. Um, although you can run in it. By holding, <laughs> by holding down a button and you very, very, very slowly increase your speeds to maybe 30% more than it was. Um, and, and apparently it's because they only put it in at the last minute because everyone's going, give us a fucking run button. This is tedious as fuck, especially because I once backtracked right practically from the end to the start. And that itself takes like half a fucking hour. Um, uh, but it broke a load of things. So they had, to, so it's not commented on. Most of the other, but every other prompt in the game, it comes up with the controls like the first couple of times that you use it. But this one, it's like, no, we won't mention <laughs> that you can do this. But if you want to find it, then it's your fault if it causes a problem. Um, but yeah, it's 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 you know you've got a bunch of these radios or, uh, that you interact with, and for some reason they then play a broadcast from a particular time. That seems like a weird misstep. You think finding tapes or something like that that makes more sense. But it's very specifically radios. But the first one is right next to a cassette tape. So I thought I was looking for cassette tapes and ignoring these radios. Um, but also it's, it's all the same radio. It's a weird thing. If you've got, if you're going to try and get across the idea that radios play these things, then maybe build more than one model as opposed to everyone seemingly having purchased the exact same model of radio. There's only one radio shop in the, in the village. Well, it's probably the community. Yeah, but if you're a specialist radio shop, then surely you'd have multiple models. See, well, you just don't think these things through. I guess they all look the same so that you know what to look for. Right, I know, but you could colour code them or something like that because they are all red. But they're all red and identical. And the thing is, though, but you know what to look for because you can hear them before you actually interact with them and you, you, you zero in on the sound of them. Yeah. So that seems a little bit daft. It's like the same thing is that there's, there's, a, there's, for some reason, there's tissues all over the place. Apparently, the wanking <laughs> That's what you do before you rapture. It's not. But there are these. <laughs> Uh, just do that anyway. Um, but there are tissue boxes everywhere, but th it's like they only built one model of them. So it's this same square one and the tissue is always a tissue teased at the top into the exact same shape. And it's like, for God's sake, you know, it would have taken you five minutes to draw a different texture for a different, you know, pattern. That's so that's, it's, it's weird for such a beautiful looking game in, cause it's set in Shropshire in this, uh, this fictional village in Yorton Valley. Um, and it is, it is a stunning looking game with beautiful lighting effects and, 
and lovely rolling models and nothing else really looks like it's a, a repeated thing everything looks really unique and so it's it's weird that in these little details they fuck up to my mind um but also to talk about the negative things about it first it's got really terrible achievements like quite a lot of them it seems involve playing the game doing a complete fresh playthrough because one of them is you only interact with 15 radios um specifically 15 radios and you can't interact with any of the phones because you find sometimes you find phones ringing and you'll hear you'll overhear things um and uh if you interact with anything else you fuck up that achievement and it's it's like a really weird why would you do that i mean you do other ones where you know if you interact with all the radios sure but don't you know discount it because you interact with a phone somewhere there's another one for finding all this graffiti i got this achievement pop-up and it said hey look you found all this graffiti honest to god never spotted a single bit of graffiti <laughs> in the game just got this achievement from somewhere <laughs> like yeah mad um but effectively how the game plays out is you wander around and these uh these sort of ghosts made of light um play out little bits of village life um what happens is this the village has become uh it's become uh, isolated and cut off from the outside world by the military and the police and and it's about how the villagers sort of react to that and what caused this and and the weird events that are going on in the village and um it's so beautifully played the acting is with one slight bum note i think um extremely good the writing's really really good and there are these brilliant little moments of sadness and melancholy and horror in there when you just um when you realize that someone's you know loved one has been raptured and they they don't know it yet but they're scared to find out whether it's happened and uh it's it's i, I think a really interesting story the only problems with it are that certain elements of it i guess because they don't know they don't know that you're going to be a completist. They don't know that you're going to go looking for every bit of story and you're going to find every radio and every phone and things like that. And as a result, you um, there are certain bits that are a bit overstated, um, particularly with the radios. If you listen to all the radios, then it's kind of like, well, you've, you've kind of told me that already. You already said that, um, which is a pity. But um, I, I, I think it's an, an excellent game. I think it took me about five, six hours to go all the way through. But even though I don't know why everything happened, really, I know what happened. I don't know who I am in the game. But so there's lots of questions that it didn't answer. But but it was still a really, um, it, it really drew me in. Um, and and I can't wait to. I'm going to download Dear Esther because because obviously if you've ever bought a humble bundle, you've probably got that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and try that. And I'm gonna try a machine for pigs because. Um, I thought I thought it was um, really really excellent, um, and the audio is in particular excellent. I mean, I said the acting's really good, but but also just the music and the soundscape is uh, brilliant too. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I I I'm I'm totally in for even if they do another one of these walk around. And as you said, actually, when we were discussing it earlier, it's effectively it's almost like an audio book. Um, I'm I'm totally down with uh, another one of those. Because um, it was um, it was brilliant, really, really good, absolutely uh, well worth the the cost of admission, which I think I got twenty percent off, so it was about twelve quid. I think I paid. Um, yeah, um, I, I, and I was very surprised to enjoy it as much as I did, considering that in terms of game mechanics, it has opening doors, 
that's about it. And and also <laughs> occasionally you have to tilt the gamepad. Um, when you you sometimes you find these little lights in the sky and you have to you have to tune into the conversation weirdly. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a game that's absolutely full of hauntingly beautiful moments. Um, amazing. I'm giving it nine out of ten. That's right. I'm scoring it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I've got a couple of other games, but Dave, you you played some stuff, and then I played it as well. Yes, yes. What's that then? Who's this then? What's this? What's who's this? Is this? What's... It's two very very small games by. Yeah. Are oh, you going to make me say his name now? Go, yeah, come on. Tom Van Bugart. Is it Von Top, Von Van Den Bugart? Van Den Bugart. I, I have the same thing whenever I say Joachim Sandberg. I'm never sure I'm saying it. It could be Joaquin. But I don't think it is. Well, I've never heard anyone say his name, so I, I, I that's how I see it. Well, you should so prank I'm call saying. him. Why don't we just prank call him? And, and he'll say, hello, Tom Van Den Bugart. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Well, yeah. I, look, criticize my accents and I'll put in some of the Terry Wogan you two were doing earlier. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so we should do that, that, and then we would know for certain. <laughs> so who has his phone number? Anyone? No. Anyone? Skype? Anyone? No. Oh, okay, crap. <laughs> so anyway, what are these games? Uh, there's Red Amazon and Mew. Mew, yeah, okay. Meow. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Meow. Yeah, and uh, what are they? What, what? Well, Red Amazon's a little, a little tiny, oh, well, almost a walking simulator. It, it absolutely is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very, very small. Basically, you you uh, walk around a path, and uh, you hear things happening in the background, and and when you get to the end of it, something surprising happens. Yes, I would say so. Yes. I was surprised. Well, it actually made, it made me jump. Really? But yeah, it actually did, yeah. Which hasn't, a game hasn't made me do that in quite some time. Well, is that because you avoid scary games though? Eh, not really. I think it was because it was so relaxed. I, I hadn't mm. heard anything about the game beforehand, so it, it just took me so by surprise. Yeah. I think it was lovely. It was lovely. It is, and it takes like three, five minutes to do. Yeah. Very short. Very short. Um, really, again, Barely anything to interact with. Yes, uh, but it has a nice ambient. It has a nice ambiance. Mm. Um, yeah, and then a thing like that happens at the end. That uh, yeah, I, I was good. Yes, I, I enjoyed it. But it is, it is a little. It's an amuse bouche. Yes, it's it's a Fair morsel enough. of a game. Fair enough. Whereas the other one's about a flame breathing seagull or, or duck. See, it's a seagull. seagull. Yeah, yeah I, I think I it's a seagull. seagull. I thought it was a duck at first, but yeah, yeah, the legs are too spindly. It's, well, it's at a beach, isn't it? So. Yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. Well, I was too castles. preoccupied with the fire-breathing seagull, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. There's sand castles and umbrellas stuck into the ground. So. Yeah. There are. Yeah. You only get umbrellas at the beach. Yeah. Oh, all right. of all Parasol. that water coming from above. Parasols? Well, yeah. Parasols, yeah. Maybe it's set in Britain, then. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, that That's not really a game, though, is it? Yeah, it's, it's more of a toy, would you say? Yeah, you just go around and you set people on fire. Yes. And they explode inexplicably. But you can and then also. Head pop off and explodes. You can also ride a bicycle. And you can ride a bicycle. And you are a bird in it. Yes. And that's, that's about it. It's quite, it's, yeah, just one of these. Oh, I've done this thing. Yeah. What do you give it out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> um, together? Yes. 
combined. You're right. Um, six. Okay, and, and which of those is that? Like a a three three split or a two four split? No. Or? Okay. Or is that like one <laughs> one got seven and one got minus one? <laughs> <laughs> and to make people play both of them, I won't tell you which. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Fair enough. Why won't he do his bloody burn ban game? This is what annoys me. That he showed so much footage of these really interesting looking games and the shitty bastard has not finished them. How dare he? How dare he tease us with lovely things and yes. then not give us those lovely things? I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> uh, now, Mark, you've done nothing, have you? I've done nothing at all. Absolutely. I don't know. I've just been sat at home waiting for the next podcast to come along. <laughs> right. Well, I know that's not true. <laughs> uh, what? Have you been playing anything? Uh, I played uh, more Binding of Isaac recently. Right. I don't know why. I just picked, picked it up again. I was like, I'm going to do the challenges, which is fun. But that's it, pretty much, that I can remember. So it's just been Netflix, really? Yeah. I watched eight seasons of Psych. What the fuck? I think that must have been in the past month, yeah. I, mean, I know it's only like 12 episodes a series, but... It's like 16. It's 120 it... episodes and it's like 40 minutes each. Remember, what? I don't have anything to do anymore. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, why? Eight seasons of Psych. Yeah. It's not even that great. Uh, it was just easy to watch, and then I started get, really getting into it. I liked it. Shouldn't you be making Chroma? Yeah. I'm making shit. a puzzle game. Uh, yeah, he's doing that little thing on his phone. That's all right. It's making me not want to ever make a puzzle game again, because it's fucking well hard to make puzzles. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's, I just want to make a game about sword fighting and stuff. I stick, had, it, stick an editor in, user-generated content. I had a very, yeah, very loose idea for a game, Okay, but which was just based on the title. You, you had a sword and you were a pig, and it would be called Pork Sword. <laughs> oh, I have already bought it, <laughs> based upon that title alone. I pitched that to someone, and they didn't get, they didn't understand the Pork Sword meant. Well, how would you not know what, what a Pork meant? Sword is? What are the other terms? Lived a Me- meat musket. That's another one. That could it? be another weapon in the game. Spam javelin. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. You never heard spam javelin? Spam javelin, no. You heard spam castanets? No. That's, that sounds even more niche. It's for the ladies. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> All great ideas and writing them down. There we go. All the sequels <laughs> sorted. We've got four games in the fucking series. What's your favourite um, euphemism for a man or lady parts, Dave? Uh, I don't think I have one. Well, yeah, but you know some, right? Um... Flange is a good word. <laughs> oh, it's a horrible word. Yeah, but that's why it's great. Oh, no. Flange. Why would you use that? It sounds like a, a part of a musical instrument. It, uh, I think yeah. it might be. Well, a flange, no. I mean, a flange is a thing, right? It's, it's, it's like a... Uh, oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember, right, the other, the other week we were in TAC and the Sub-Level Zero guys were talking about flanges because they have the doors have flanges on them because it's obviously an actual thing but the number of t- they said flange an unnecessary number of times right and it carried on in the pub afterwards they were just saying the word flange over and over and over again have you become desensitised to flange flange that yes saying? that's pretty much what I'm saying I guess okay I've been deflanged <laughs> come on Dave you must have thought of one by now no nothing really purple headed yoghurt thrower Oh god, that's what? horrible. No? Yogurt thrower. I'm sure, okay. I'm surprised. Oh, so man. many beautiful bits of the English language that have been corrupted to describe dicks and fannies and you haven't... I don't generally use euphemisms. So, 
you, you, always it's just this is my penis. Everyone, this well, is the everyone. Yeah. Where, where's anyone saying that? He's yeah, doing it's, it's, everyone, it's, it's, it's a talk penis. at GDC he's doing or something. <laughs> so sometimes I use the word cock. Ooh, pushing the boat out. When describing on, a male chicken. It depends, uh, you know, how crude I want to be. <laughs> wow. So that's like, that's like, that's as crude as you'll go. Cock. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, um, that got off topic. Um, <laughs> I played Dead Rising 3. Here's a game that came out a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> um, and I, but I was always waiting for it to get really cheap on Steam because I am a bastard. And, uh, it eventually got down to about six, 17 quid, 16 quid. I thought, I'll buy that, I'm buying that. And then I didn't play it. Uh, and then recently I thought, oh, do you know what? I shall in- I'll install that and I'll play it, see what it's like. It's the best of the series, I think. I mean, I like Dead Rising 1 and I quite like Dead Rising 2. Um, although it's got a lot, of- it's weird. Dead Rising 2 fixed a load of things and then fucked up a load of other things because the explosions and sort of particle effects were crap in Dead Rising 2. But, the uh, the fact that all the other humans weren't fucking imbeciles was good. So that you could give them a gun and they could defend themselves as opposed to just immediately getting caught by the nearest zombie and killed, which was really frustrating in the first game. Uh, and so Dead Rising 3's come along and it's fixed a load of things that were wrong with Dead Rising 2 and then added a whole load of new stuff as well, uh, like all the vehicles that you can drive around. Um, there's tons of them. Um, there's a bit of that in number two and even number one, but not much. And it's got shitloads more zombies. It's got loads of good explodey things going on. It's got um, loads of guns. But the thing that's really weird is that because the PC version comes with all the DLC, they completely fucked up the difficulty curve because there's a load. They give you a load of DLC weapons from the off. Now, if you go to any of these closets around, you can pull out a certain number of items. Uh, and you can pull out literally eight mini guns, each of which, if you've upgraded, has 700 ammo. And, and you can, like, just half of one of those will destroy a boss. Um, and, uh, it completely fucks up the difficulty curve and it enables you to, that enables you to fuck up your leveling up curve because you're able to destroy massive crowds of zombies, uh, and get loads of PP, which is the experience points in it. PP. <laughs> no, I know. How's that never occurred? Because mm. <laughs> I think in the original they were photographic points because in the original it was all about Frank West and he took photos. Okay. Whereas um, in this, it's just, it's kind of a holdover from that. Rather, it's not how much oddly. you've uh, weed yourself well, in terror. Be, no, it might be performance points maybe? I don't know. Well anyway, so the point is you can really fuck things up because the PC version gives you a load of stuff from the start. But this, um, but they fixed loads of things. Like in, in number two, you they, they added these combo things where you take two items uh, put them together and you got a new weapon that would give you more PP uh, for killing things. Oh, this is going to be unbearable. Um, <laughs> okay. like a super soaker full yeah. to the brim. Well, a super soaker and something might be. There, was like, there wasn't like a flame spitting one that it was like a water pistol and some stuff. Um, and uh, But you always but you, had to, you had to combine them at workbenches. Whereas in the new one, uh, you can combine them anywhere. And even better, because finding the, the exact things to actually... Uh, to create these things was always an absolute pain in the ass, so that it was it was too much of a trek to try and actually create these things half the time. So instead, all all items are in sort of one of twelve categories or so in Dead Rising Three, and you can unlock the ability to just combine things from categories to make those things. So so a weapon that normally would require a lead pipe and an assault rifle, you can make with literally a, a handgun and a chair. 
um, because lead pipes are classed as blunt instruments, as are chairs, and and you know handguns and rifle assault rifles are both guns. Um, and it just means that there's always something interesting you can make, um, and it's it's brilliant. It's just it's the most fun I've had playing a game in a long time, just because of the ridiculous levels of carnage in it. Just when you have if you have this gun called the split gun. Which basically every time you fire, fires eight bullets out ran in sort of a, a, a pattern. You'll just carve a sway through uh, crowds of zombies. Like they added auto aim, which um, if you if you aren't actually holding down a button to aim, then it it automatically targets the nearest enemy, which it didn't do in number two. And so you'd be running through a crowd with a gun and just missing everyone. Um, they've just fixed so much in it. Um, it's uh, it's great. The bosses aren't fucking frustrating for a start whereas the boss is in number two holy shit i played through two with my friend john um online recently um we did it we spent 10 hours going through it and it was so fucking annoying the bosses because they would just recharge their health and do all kinds of cunty trick on you um that or just just really bad design um and and they just fixed all that they just you know it's just really really good um, I, I, I don't know, I don't know why there wasn't more sort of made of it. I think possibly because it was platform exclusive to Xbox One. More people don't know about how, how good it is. Um, but it's excellent. Uh, it's, it's easily the best of the series. It's a bit grittier in its palette. It isn't quite as wacky looking because that's because it's set in a town as opposed to a shopping mall, but it's still full of absolutely mental characters and some really solid acting and some 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 nice scripts and some really quite likeable characters. But, um, yeah, when that comes down to a tenor, you'd be mad not to buy it on PC because it's just it's a belting game. Really, really good and very good-looking and drawing, you know, hundreds and hundreds of zombies at a time. Um, the wep- uh, Driving the cars around is great fun, especially when, you know, like you're driving one that's... Uh, part um, steamroller covered in blades, part um, uh, motorbike, just chewing through thousands of zombies. Oh yeah, really, 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 really good. Um, and, and just fixed pretty much everything that was wrong with the previous one. Um, so that was it's been dead good. Um, but there's two games I played which I've been a bit disappointed by, which are Deception Four, because I I love the Deception series, which have been going since the PS1 days, and my favourite one is Deception Two Gagero. Uh, where these games with the idea is you, you, you set up traps in a castle and you kill idiots who come in to try and kill you. Uh, and it's just like you're setting up Heath Robinson devices. Um, so you're trying to throw them from one trap into another trap into another trap into the fireplace and all sorts of stuff like that. And Deception 4 is the same, except that it has a plot and it really fucking wants you to know about it. So it's going to stop you enjoying the game and tell you it's shitty, shitty plot at every opportunity. And every time there's something new you've got to learn, well, you're going to have to learn it in a very specific way by doing this exact sequence of shitty, shitty puzzle. And it's re- they've just done, they've gone out of their way to really fuck up the game, um, which is very annoying. I'm going to soldier through, um, but I've stopped playing for a while because it was just like, oh, another fucking tutorial. Oh, this enemy's got armor, so you have to do uh, a nebulous series of things to break their armor. Um, oh, bad, 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 bad. But once you get past that, I'm sure it's going to be bloody brilliant. And that's what's annoying, because I know there's a really good game under there, but they've done their level best to fuck it up. I mean, there are some improvements, like the fact that it used to be in the the, the old games, you walked like you were just, you know, 
you, you were in molasses. It was incredibly slow paced. And now you can actually move at a decent pace and you can actually uh, directly attack enemies as opposed to being, you know, completely at their mercy. Um, but more fucking idiots as well. Some some really bad design decisions which are annoying me. Plus also some of the things, some of the, the traps that you can create are DLC so they can go fuck themselves too. Um, but other than that, recommended. <laughs> uh, and also Curses and Chaos I bought because it has really pretty art. Um, and it's by Tribute Games, uh, who did uh, Wizorb and Mercenary Kings, and it follows in their great tradition of making really good-looking shit games, uh, with um, horrible sticky controls um, that feel laggy and uh, unresponsive. Um, annoying. It's it's a single-screen sort of game. It's almost like Kung Fu Master. Do you remember Kung Fu Master in the arcade, where effectively enemies came from the left or the right? It's like that, except some of them are flying in this and some of them are jumping. And you can pick up, uh, you have a basic sort of attack, but you also can uh, pick up items that are like single use that will cause like, you know, it might be a bomb or it might be a, a javelin or it might be a bear trap or something like that. Um, and just everything about it just feels wrong. It's weird. They, they, they've, they've taken what is quite a nice little idea and they've done the worst job of implementing it, I think. I, I, I don't understand it. They, I think these, these people get away on the fact that their games look incredibly attractive. The aesthetics are lovely. Um, plays like shit, in my opinion. So, so that's annoying. Yeah. And that's it. That's what, that's, that's kind of all I've played this month. But at least I did play something, eh? Mm. Dave's got yeah. an excuse. He was busy with important things. You, you're just a lazy gobshite. Hey, Games, but they're just not. Buying a fucking games. Isaac, hey? Yes, yeah, you rich as Creasus off your Titan Souls money. You should be buying games and playing them, new ones and that. I've been too busy. Why haven't you got? Why haven't you got a PS4 and Bloodborne? Hey, I should buy a PlayStation actually. Yes, uh, you should. Certainly before Dark Souls Three arrives. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah. I saw. Do you see the gameplay footage of that? Yeah, it's some really creepy. It made weird me salivate. Fucking from every creatures in it. It looks brilliant. It looked it looked like what people probably thought Titan Souls would be. Because you've got giant boss, bosses in it. Well, those well. people were fucking idiots then. <laughs> I, I would say anyone who, who, who said, oh, Titan Souls? Yeah, I imagine... Well, that sounds like Dark I, Souls. I imagine that game Titan being made by three people will look like Dark Souls 3. Yeah, but if you've just, if you just hear that title alone, you don't know anything else. Like, I would like a game that's Dark Souls, except you fight giant bosses. That'd be cool. Which yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I can see. I can in... see that. Right. So if what you're saying ignorant. is, from software saw Titan Souls and thought, oh, we're we're making a proper Dark Souls version of that. If, I hope they did, but <laughs> I seriously doubt they did. Yeah, that does seem unlikely. <laughs> Are they working on Bloodborne too? Is that a thing? No. No. There's an express DLC for Bloodborne. Okay. Um, which I, I imagine they've got a team beavering away on, but uh, they haven't mentioned Bloodborne two at all. Right. I mean, I would think, I would think, is it going to be like, is it March that number three is coming? No, they haven't announced the date, but two came out in March, didn't it? I don't remember. Well, I do, because it was an important day in my life. (laughs) Um, Do you know, I'm quite tempted to get the the updated version for PS4, the one that's got all the the new arrangements. Yeah. What's different about it? It's just got all the DLC in it, It's got all the DLC, and all the enemy positions um, have been changed, and there's a couple of new bits and bobs. Um, like a couple of items and a new NPC. It seemed a bit weird because you have to rebuy it, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Which is mental. So you've you've paid for this game, you've bought all the DLC, right? And then suddenly it's like, oh no, fuck you! We're gonna release 
the same but, game again. Right, but with the Dark Souls series, I, there is a tradition of buying it multiple times with me, which is, of course, you buy the console version when it comes out, and then you buy the PC version as well, because um, mm. it always comes out a bit later. And now but you it, want to buy the console version again. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, come, it's come full circle in some ways. <laughs> oh, was it because it came out on PS4? Yeah, exactly. That's it. It was reissued on next gen. Although I think they also put them out. But it came out on PC as well. Yeah, there's like two versions of it on PC, right? Yes. Which is I think I think you could pay a certain amount to upgrade, maybe depending on what stuff you had. Mm. Mind you, talking about confused stuff. What about the fucking Deus Ex Mankind Divided? That's some news we missed actually. Yeah, that thing was hilarious. That is ridiculous. Have you right? Have you seen this? The pre-order stuff. Seen it? They've managed to ridiculously stratify stratify the the pre-order bonuses and stuff where you you choose thing you pay more you get choose something from different tiers yeah and the most ridiculous one is is if if enough people pre-order it they'll release the game four days early so we've but, delayed well, this game well, by four days so we can make it go earlier what are the different tiers oh, so so like your first tier might be like a different costume or some shite and there might be a digital comic or some music oh right so it's not tier. different parts of the game <laughs> oh no you say it's different parts of oh the game. right no but there will be unlockable missions as part of one of the one of the tiers has got you know like they did with the first one there was this tracer tongue mission that you only got if you pre-ordered it now i pre-ordered you know the augmented edition or whatever it is that you know you came with um a gun with two bullets um a, a multi-tool and this extra mission and this extra mission was shit, frankly. It was, it was, it was just a kind of, it kind of existed, it seems to me, just so they go, hey, do you remember this guy? It's that guy. Remember? Remember the guy? Yeah? Yeah? That's our reason for being? Yeah? Um, and that was it. It was just a crappy little mission. You just snuck into a place, found a guy, that was it, and they done. Um, and so they're doing the same again. I mean, I'm looking forward to the game massively because I thought, uh, number one was brilliant. I say number one, number three, uh, was brilliant apart from the gunplay being shit. And they've gone, oh, we fixed the gunplay. So it's like, yay, job done. So that and that and Dishonored 2 and stuff like next year looks incredibly exciting in terms of games. You know, Dark Souls 3, Dishonored 2, Deus Ex 4. That's good, isn't it? And all sorts. Last Guardian. Last Guardian. Um, uh, Drake's bloody blah. What do you call it? Think of me, Bob. What do you call it? You know, no idea. The thing, that thing with the thing, the guy. The movie, the thing. No, Drake's fortune. Um, shit. Uh, uh, Uncharted. Uncharted four. How fucking amazing does that look? Right. Sure. Have you seen the trailer? No. It will blow your nuts off, <laughs> and it will sew them back on, and then kick them up, right up, and then they'll I've pop not out your nose. Uncharted. Nor have I. I couldn't give a shit about them. I played a little bit of two, and I was like, I "Don't like this." Um, but number four looks staggeringly good. I think I, I think it was The Last of Us that kind of made me go, "Ah, oh, okay, you guys, I'll pay you some money." <laughs> but um, it genuinely looks uh, fabulous. Looks really good. It's good. Looks good. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You've got a PS4. You've no excuse. <laughs> you, right. you buy some proper shite as well, like that that Dark Souls ripoff rather than Dark Souls. <laughs> What was the last game you bought on PS4? Bought? We say that while you're going around stealing them from people's (laughs) houses. I don't know. I really don't know, actually. Could have been Bloodborne. Right, which you barely played, right? I played it as far as I could. Okay. Well, what was was that? How far? Uh, Old Yarnum. 
So the start. So you played it as far as the start. Oh no, the old Yarnum. Okay, yeah, old right. Yarnum. Where you get the shaggy beasts. Yeah. That come throughout the smoke and stuff. Okay. Oh, is it, did you stop just because of that fucker on the tower shooting at you? Uh, no, I, I unlocked all the shortcuts so I, I could just ignore him. Right. Um, um, but then, um, everything started going all weird and like warpy. And it just made it really hard. All the enemies just suddenly got really harder and had big red eyes. And I was just like, it's too hard. Oh, that's a pity. It's such a good game. It's ever so good. I don't even aware of it, but it's a very good game. Okay, well. It's just um, too hard. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? it okay. Do you feel you got your money's worth? Uh, probably not, because I didn't play a lot of it. That's a pity. Are you going to get Dark Souls 3? No. If you're going to play Dark Souls, though, you'd start at one, surely. Yeah, do you know what? I, I, in some ways, I hope they sort of re-release that as well on PS4. Well, with better graphics, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you make it 1080p, run at 60 frames. But Dark Souls, I only beat one boss. Well, that's the what? hardest one in some ways, what, the, the first what, boss. The Asylum Demon. Yeah. Oh, right, no, second boss is kind of the hardest one. Taurus. That's, that's the only Taurus one. Taurus Demon. Yeah, just because it's kind of, unless you know to go up onto the bridge and jump, you know, climb up the ladder and fall on him. Then it's such a, it's such in such a small space. Like the cleric beast was easier, I'd say, in darks in um blood bloodborne. I would say. I don't. I didn't get that far in bloodborne. I've only played it like an hour of it. I forget you've got a PS. Get a fucking PS4. Yeah. You've no excuse. No, all 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 the bosses in um bloodborne were too hard for me. I had to get help for them. Oh, we well, see now. That's nice. I did that. I pulled people in to help me. And that's 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 one of the, I never, the great I'd never do that on my first playthrough because it's all about doing it on your own. I can't, I can't. That's my problem. Yeah, exactly. and, that's, <laughs> and that's absolutely fair. And also, I was co-oping through it with friends, which is a problem. It's weird because because Bloodborne enabled you to do that, but then gave you the shittiest matchmaking ever, in that it just took ages to pull anyone into your game. Oof. You see, you see, Bloodborne. One of one of the bosses actually was beat while I was dead, which. That was Father Gasoline. So I didn't even get the stuff from him after he died. Father Gasoline? Or whatever he's called. Gascoin. Is it Gasoline? Yeah, he's, he's not, he's not named after what Americans <laughs> yeah. call petrol. Yeah. Father Gasoline. <laughs> he exploded when he died. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I didn't get the stuff off him. Oh, so motherfucker. I, I died and the person who had pulled him killed him whilst I was dead on the floor. And it still counted. <laughs> well, that sucks. Just restart. That's like a minute into the game. No, no. Okay, it's a minute into any competent person's game. <laughs> it's not. It's like an hour. Um, right, should we do Kickstarter? Sure. Okay. Oh, did you have another thing though? I mean, is no. there something else? I mean, we could have an ice cream. We can have an ice cream break. You want ice cream? I like ice cream. Okay, I'm going to put it on the computer. Okay, so um to go through the stuff that looks quite good on Kickstarter, because actually it's quite quite a good month in terms of um interesting looking things, although this one I realise now is not gonna make it. Um one called uh what the fuck was that? Why is that bullshit running on my PC? Okay. One called Void Runner, a fast flight combat game, which looks like it looks partly on rails and it looks partly sort of arena based shooting. It really reminds me of Warhawk um on the PS3. Um but it's weird. The Kickstarter video starts with a really tedious, shitty rendered intro that goes on for pissing ages and really nothing happens in. 
Are we playing footsie? <laughs> Sounds to mean to do you want to play a little bit of footsie there? <laughs> oh, la, la. Ooh, la, la. You've got bony feet. Um, and... Well, that's all that's, well, that's, that's in feet, but like bones and muscle. I don't think they're what muscles. It's all tendons, isn't it? Well, it's, that's it's a bit of flesh on the other side, isn't there? In the tickle region. Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, they're bony. Um, they just felt bony through my trainers. That's what surprised me. That they're so bony that their boniness was undimmed by trainers. trainers. I can feel how bony your feet are. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> void, so Void Runner. It's not going to make it. Um, but it looks quite, it looks really pretty. It's got some lovely art in it. Um, looks like a very nice, like Dave said before, Lilac Wars or Star Fox for the Americans. Yes. Was it really called Light? Because, but only the only the first one was Lilac Wars over here, right? Uh, yeah. The, the terrible N64 one. one. Yeah. Was yeah. So, oh right, okay. Anyway, uh, Taco Apocalypse, um, which is an idea they stole out of Dave's brain, apparently. Yes. Because Dave had the idea. What was your called? Uh, it was post-apocalyptic pizza delivery boy. Okay, which actually is less correct than this because post-apocalyptic, everyone's dead. That's the thing about an apocalypse. Whereas... No, apocalypse is more that society has been destroyed. I will open up a dictionary.com and we will check that. Okay. We're going to come back to that because I'm sure... Are you thinking more of an Armageddon? No. I'm thinking of an apocalypse. To do it right now. Are you Shall we? Yeah. Okay, right. This means I'm having to type on my PC, which is... Because if if that's the case, post-apocalyptic movies would be really boring. Oh, wrong, basically. Apocalyptic. Okay. Uh, de- describing a prophecy the complete destruction of the world. Yeah? But what does the world mean in that definition? If the world is like society, or does it mean the actual planet? I assume it means the planet, the world. In which case, there's no one for humans. So unless a post-apocalyptic thing is based in space, I'll allow that, were you delivering pizzas in space? No. You had a fucking out there, Dave. You had a fucking out. <laughs> could have said yes. That would have been even better as well. You douche. Flying around in a rocket, like delivering pizzas. To yeah, see, planets. it's a big anyway. So this <laughs> taco apocalypse <laughs> or tac apocalypse. Um, basically, you're just driving around um, through tacos. Um, through tacos. Well, that's the way yeah, it says you're delivering them. Delivers them. No, it? really, just just through the your sort of holographic tacos. Okay. But it looks sort of mildly diverting. Um, but it also looked a lot like Omnibus, uh, which looked like uh, good fun, um, which is about, it's like a PS1 style game where you just drive a bus around destroying buildings. Yeah, an unstoppable bus. An unstoppable bus. It's, it's like Keanu speed. Reeves on it. Yeah. Well, it no, is. that bus was stoppable, it's just you didn't want to stop it. That's a good point. Yeah. Well done, Dave. That's, there's a point have back. I, have I redeemed my You have redeemed it. yourself. <laughs> yeah, after that terrible faux pas. Uh, <laughs> So that looks that looks quite quite fun. Uh, although Mark hated the music. Oh god, the music's horrendous. I maybe it's your speakers as well as doubling up because it is laptop speakers uh, plus a horrendous synth. I'll have you know they're banging all of some speakers. So I don't know what that means. I don't know why, but apparently they're very good. Um, then the laptop speakers though. I know, but they're you not can't, the worst ones. It's still tinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's this, here's like chip shoe music. There's a weird synth that's just yeah. Maybe it sort of vibrates. It's such a thing, but yeah. yeah. Kill the Plumber, which got in trouble with Nintendo, didn't it? Yes. Um, and, uh, For being a very blatant rip-off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but not great. Well, not it's in not terms like... of the game, but yes. yeah, it's just no. like... Well, it's clearly, it's like, it's not... this is Mario. Yes. 
Here's this, a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill Mario. They may as well have called it Kill Your Corporate Mascot. Yeah. Which I can see why that might piss off Nintendo. Well, it's because if they try and sell that game, then you're kind of using Nintendo's IP yeah. to sell it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're trading on the name. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. You can have a point. That's you, it. You're it one looks... point ahead. It's one cool. point ahead now. Great. We've, we've <laughs> gamified the podcast now. Yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna I hate I hate that word gamma, gamified. Ga- gamified, surely. Gamified, gamified. I don't know. It's written gamified. It's probably pronounced gamified, but surely he loses a point for that. <laughs> yes. Oh no. There you are. Oh wow. I'm such losing a the quick, gam. Such a quick reversal of fortune. Um, I haven't spilled this yet. <laughs> Does that oh, give me a point? Oh my god! If you spill that, you are losing more than points. Oh, no. Unless you count testicles as points. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, kill the plumber. Blah, oh, Mario, except you're the monsters. Blah. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Obviously one of the big success stories of, uh, Kickstarter in that, um, it more than made its money and then they went on to produce one of the best RPGs of recent years, which they've recently updated or are updating very soon, uh, with an even swankier version, which is like a free update on PC and it's coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. And, uh, it's a hell of a game. And so they're making a sequel. And they've asked for half a million, and they've got 1.2345. Oh, why was it 92, not 67 uh, million? That's annoying. Oh, that is... Because I imagine if there's like a thing that was $25, then a minute ago, that was 1.234567. Is there a 25... There is a $25 thing! Oh, that's... Ooh, bastard. Um, so that's You good. could take away your pledge. <laughs> How fast can I do this? How fast can I do this? I placed $26. That's the annoying thing. Shit. It's just slightly wrong. Ah, <laughs> oh, ball bags. And there isn't a $1 no, 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 pledge. Can... Wait, you could t- drop your pledge down to $1 right now and you'll you'll have it. I, I, I kind of do, but <laughs> ah, fuck it. Oh, I know someone who, every, all the time, whenever it's, um, there's a certain time of day, I think it's 13.37, like Leet. Yeah. Just posts it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, he listens to this as well, I think. Don't know why he does that. I've never asked him. Um, right. So well, why he listens to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I don't think it's best if we don't ask that question because people will go, "Yeah, why, why, why am do I listen I? to this shit?" Yeah. Um, I seem utter boredom. Uh, Black campaign, new order. That's the weird amount. One thousand six hundred two dollars they want, um, and they've made ten. But the only reason I mention this is because uh, it said it was about Vietnam. We watched the video and we're like, this looks nothing like the Vietnam War. It turns out Vietnam is a country that existed before the war mm. um, and had a history <laughs> before then. Uh, it's RPG maker shite, but I just thought I'd mention it. Um, yeah, all credit to him for doing something that isn't about the Vietnam War. Yeah. yeah no, well done him. One but, point to them. Yeah. And then one I point imagine... removed for using RPG maker. Yeah. <laughs> Several points. Um... But I mean, that would have made the good, you would have probably had to go to the second page on Google results when looking for Vietnam and everything. Uh, the Dwarves, uh, a new story-driven fantasy RPG. Story-driven is not a single word, minus one point to them. Um, <laughs> which is, uh, you were saying, cause this had a devlog on TigSource, was it? Yeah, for quite some time. And it, they were showing a lot of tech, mm. like, um, flocking algor- algorithms and things like that, pathfinding, stuff like that. And it, it looked interesting. But then, like, there was no artwork to it or anything like that. It was all these tech demos. And then suddenly they announced that they had the license to this book, The Dwarves, which personally I've never heard of. Apparently is popular. Well, I was saying that's why no one heard of The Witcher books until, you know, The Witcher. Exactly, yeah. Uh, And then suddenly it just 
came out with some tremendous artwork and whole levels and a whole new aspect of the game and it, it looked like an almost complete game it just seemed to come out of nowhere do you think maybe they had that artwork but basically they were waiting to get the license before they could show it as if to say this is so close to but they seem to have so much more of a game as well it was mm. almost like they they had it all already and they were just teasing a few things until they got the license i quite like i quite like that approach i like that idea sometimes when you find out about a game and it's like oh and it's out next week like Nintendo sometimes do that, where they'll have like an announcement at E3 and they'll be going, oh, and this is coming out. Oh, did we say coming out? It's out right now! Like, with also Summer of Arcade, Microsoft used to do that, didn't they? I remember, th- wasn't it the, um, that, that 2D Metroidvania that was like, that was announced and came out pretty fast? I seem to recall. Or well, something probably a, in that. a good approach, haven't it? Like, you probably want to uh, release it after like a month, maybe. Yeah, hype. yeah, exactly. Because if you leave it too long, you might get overhyped or people forget about it and stuff like that so yes yes there's a different sort of crescendo point Mm -hmm. um but everyone has to bang on about their bloody game too early uh (laughs) trial by vikings this is a platformer which totally to me i thought it looks like like turrican it's not you know sci-fi or anything like that but it reminds me of those sort of rendered amiga platformers um but it looks all right actually um it looks a bit hit and miss some bits look yeah look really polished and then other bits looked I think it's like the the general kind of level art is just all grey and and makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a bit of colour. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's that, no variation either. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, that's the thing that really made me think of an old school platformer is the fact that it just has structures floating in the sky yeah. with no kind <laughs> of background tile supporting them, which Tarokan did as well. Um, and that's why it really reminds me. Obviously, of that. The, I mean, it's a Kickstarter video, so maybe it'll improve. Yeah, but I don't know. It looks like um, you know, looks looks all right. It's not exactly asking. They've already got an Xbox One deal as well. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah. It's been people. it's been greenlit, which you know I think I could get a shit greenlit, frankly, at this point. Um, Maybe that's an experiment to try. Here's a picture of a poo. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get this on Steam. I mean, it's already been steaming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poo. Um, uh, secluded. Now going to the shit part of it. Now the only reason I mentioned this game called Secluded is uh, oh we've missed one. Oh no, we didn't. Uh, secluded. This is a game. It's one of these first-person horror games, and it's set on a it's set on a space base, uh, which apparently has wooden barrels on it. I just thought that was that amused me. The fact that he was so lazy in terms of his model choice. Thought, yeah, sure, maybe, they'll, they'll have a Cooper on a space base. Maybe, they, maybe there's a nearby they, space brewery. They prefer their ales in traditional casts. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, maybe I, it's a pirate spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> is and they're just it's, oh, it's just wrong. <laughs> Generally speaking, beer doesn't travel that well. I would imagine. <laughs> You know, travelling literally, you know, thousands upon thousands of miles into space, that is definitely not... We don't know how beer is affected by zero-g. Maybe that's something they should check out on Mir. You know? Or the International Space Station. I'm sure they must have some beer. Mir! What decade wow. are you from? <laughs> Apparently my references are not terribly up-to-date. <laughs> <laughs> that said, I'm just looking at a Christmas tree that I still have in the corner of the room. So, yeah. Um, you know, having my finger on the calendar's pulse is not my strongest <laughs> point. Yeah, Mir did crash to Earth some time ago, didn't it? Um, also shit. Uh, well, might not be shit, but something called Eye in the Sky. Here's a game which is the most blatant ripoff of Rampage I've ever seen, and it mentions Rampage nowhere, which I think is disgusting. Um, I'm sure it probably even has the word unique or original in there, the arseholes. Um, uh, yeah, it's disgraceful. It's Rampage, uh, only with big scrolling stages rather than single screen. Meh. Rampage isn't even a good game as well. 
That's right, I said it. They're making it into a film, I don't care. They're making it into a film? Yeah, yeah, it's been licensed <laughs> to make a, uh, a, a film of Rampage. Isn't that just Godzilla? Uh, yeah, except you'd also have a giant monkey and a giant... Okay, King Kong. Thing. Uh, it's it's yeah. based off those movies, though, right? The game? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's like come full circle. Yeah, but it's also well, it's about people who drink a thing and they they turn into the monsters, don't they? That's uh, the fiction oh, behind yeah. it. That's why when you die, Wait, you turn into a little story? naked person. Attack on Titan. Yeah, because when you die, you <laughs> turned into a little person and run off naked, didn't you? Oh, I yeah, remember. I remember that now. Yeah. Well, anyway, I remember it got fifty four percent on when it was on N sixty four in the official Nintendo magazine. That's a piece of completely pointless trivia, and <laughs> well, I don't that, know why. I that remember was a it. great bit of trivia. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the, there's so many things, so many I franchises. Just remember it. That came out on the N64 where they tried updating something. Like when Atari just made all loads of 3D versions of Centipede and it was, everything was always shit. And that was Atari. Of course it was going to be shit. I think, don't think they put out a single thing that wasn't terrible on the N64. Uh, and also, uh, a, a terrible game that Dave's what he called Phenomenally Powerful Princess Pink, which is, uh. Someone's clearly gone for alliteration there, specifically. Yeah, except they haven't because they've gone with a f- sound. Yeah, yeah. So it's only written alliteration. Um, but he wanted uh, 500 euros. It got 500 euros. There's only one backer. I smell a fish. It's his mum. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, and has uh, so it's, a, it's like a really shitty horizontal shooter. Uh, one one of the things that's unlocked is that you can play as a fat princess, where it really just looks like he's he's. But it's only one part. It's basically like a fat assed princess, really. <laughs> uh, pregnant, maybe as well. It's quite disturbing. Um, but also there's an orange one, and then there's a horrible Persian princess, which I think could cause an international incident, <laughs> uh, with its unsympathetic, uh, portrayal. It's, uh, it's a terrible, 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 terrible looking game. Um, so yeah, definitely have a look at that. Uh, or we'll see what he's backed actually, because sometimes he might have backed something disgusting. Shante, he's just obsessed with Persian princesses, obviously. Um, that's a shit game, Shantae. Uh, right, so that's, that's crap, and that's, that's, yeah, there's not, not, not an awful lot of terrible things, because there's the usual selection of, oh, I want to make an arcade, oh, I want to start a software company, oh, give me money, uh, crap, but not, there's not a lot, there's no, there's none of them that have, you know, that brilliant character who's just mental, that the best awful Kickstarter videos have. It's because people are just lazy these days. They're just flooding it in the same, the same with Steam and Greenlight. Green light, green light. Um, yeah, which is sad. Maybe I should make a deliberately awful one. So we can talk about it on this shit star section. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work, but, you know, I think it's worth, worth doing. Mm. And I might even make some money out of it. Um, <laughs> well, if what? any of these is anything to go by. I could make 500 euros. We don't yeah, know well, for sure. Yeah, you'd be backing that, that yourself. We don't know so for sure that that's happened. There could be a weird pervert. Euros. What is the 500 euro actual level? There isn't actually a 500 euro well, level back. No, the rest of them are stretch goals that are listed there, I think. No, no, but the point is, there isn't a pledge that's 500. Oh, well, you can you can increase the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's basically what he's got is he's backed it at 100 and then added 400. Yeah, so he's a proper idiot. Yeah. Oh, so his photo can be in... The game or something. What a load of shit. Anyway, so yeah, that's, um, that's Kickstarter. Not a classic one, but a couple of good ones on there, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see how long we've done and whether we can stop talking yet. Well, what's the cut off point where we'd say no, we, if we've done over an hour, 
then we're okay. We've done an hour and a minute. So that's more than I thought we'd get out of. Uh, that's true, considering that certain people did so very, very little. Would you expect anything more? I, I'm always the least prepared. People, you guys have the, notes. Right, okay. There's, there's, there's least prepared and there's utterly unprepared. Huh? I mean, let me make it work. It's fine. It's yeah. always fine. It's my approach to life in general. Just, oh, it'll be okay. It's pig ignorant, not fucking lazy gamers. <laughs> gamers! That's the well, thing. That's the word gamers is in there. Pig ignorant. I am completely ignorant, so. By, I, of everything. Yes, um, therefore. I'm just maintaining that ignorance. I'm basically doing my job. Okay, well, I'm not awarding points for that, though. Okay. Um, for any, lawyering anything, myself out Anything else that anyone wants to talk about? Maybe fingers up butts and stuff like that? Anyone? Like we did last month? No? <laughs> we didn't talk about that last month, did we? Yeah, we did. I managed to talk it around to the fact that I was getting butt pain again. Okay. And so... You just it, sneak that in every month. Sneak it in. Or is it? Um, yeah. Uh, no, I think that's it then. I think we're done. Right? Cool. We're going to yeah. have ice cream. We've already had one. No, well, a, a lolly. Yeah, nice lolly. That sherbet lolly. The meat cone. The meat cone. Yeah, I've got some meat cones. Do you want a meat cone, Dave? <laughs> that sounds like the worst word for penis. <laughs> meat cone. Because also it implies a horrible tapering shape to it. Yeah, like a, a massively bulbous bell end. <laughs> Like a like like the top of a muffin well, going outwards. coming out of the shaft. It could be a very pointy one. Yeah, that would be that's awful though. I mean, like a sort of a. Well, the other way would be surely worse. Well, if you start could, at the base of it, it could being get stuck in infinitely there. small, and then went outwards. I, mean, it's, it's I would like assume, I would assume that part of the code would be inside your body. So it would start. It would start at maybe a two-inch circumference, okay. and then grow out to a proper sort of chody let's say, eight-inch circumference at the, would at, be the, the, at the the widest point of yeah. the bell. How does that sound to you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, let's sign off. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much <laughs> for listening, probably for the last time. Uh, <laughs> before we go, what are the what are the scores at? What's the point situation? Oh, um, I've got a million, and fuck you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Piggy and Gamers, where the points don't matter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was everything's just made up, me. but the points don't matter. That's what it used to annoy me on that show that they, that they kept up this pretense of this thing, and it's maybe funny. Oh, it's just the game. It's just keeping the game show thing going for no reason. It's just like it, another a joke. It, yeah. Because the format works. Yeah, but it was funny the first time, and then it wasn't, and yeah, they did it. Always the crutch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, I want ice cream. So, uh, thanks very much. Um, we'll be back next month. Um, and I will have played Metal Gear Solid 5. And I will go back to the swindle. I promise. Mm, At some point, maybe. And, uh, what are you gonna play for next month? Uh, a video game, maybe. Can you be less specific? Uh, a game. (laughs) There we go. Dave? Huh? Are you going to play anything for next month? Nope. Excellent work. (laughs) Uh, See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.